Lord's Health System, one of the region's leading healthcare providers, proudly presents Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. More than three and a half million Americans have chronic hepatitis C, but many live with the disease unaware that they are infected. The Lord's Hepatitis C Clinic is dedicated to the comprehensive evaluation, diagnosis, and treatment for patients with all phases of hepatitis C infection. My guest today is Dr. Hisham Eljanadi. He's a medical director of transplant hepatology at Lord's Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Eljanadi. Tell us what is hepatitis C? Well, hepatitis C is a virus that transmitted uh, blood to blood. So when I what I mean to say by that is uh, people who um, used IV drug abuse in the past or people who were transfused any blood products prior to 1992. Um, these are the, the, the general methods of how uh, this virus is um, transmitted. And hepatitis C actually affects um, not just the liver, but it has other other effects as well. It can change insulin resistance, so therefore predisposing people to diabetes. Um, it has uh, some, some immunological changes that could happen as well, things like cryoglobulinemia, which can affect the kidneys and cause kidney disease. It can cause vasculitis. So it has a multitude of other um, uh, harms that it can do to the body. And uh, this is why it's so important to get screened and treated for this uh, infection. So give us some stats. Tell us who should be screened. And we hear baby boomers are at risk for this. Tell us why. Well, the uh, transmission rates um, that occurred mostly in the 1960s and 1970s were very high. And uh, these people have all now aged, and they are in the baby boomer population. And that's anyone born between 1945 and 1965. Um, so they found that, that if they screened only uh, for those that are at risk, they didn't get a big enough bang for their buck. In other words, we weren't catching enough hepatitis C infection. But in the baby boomer population, we see that one in 30 actually does have hepatitis C, regardless of, uh, of the risk factor. So uh, the CDC put out a notice several years ago, as well as the um, several other um, um, societies like the American Association of Liver Disease. Um, so this is now what we're, we're trying to do is get the word out, try to screen everyone that, that, that falls in that population, um, and and get them treated because over time, uh, over many years, say they were infected in the 1970s and, and so on, some of these people have already developed liver cirrhosis. And uh, with liver cirrhosis, uh, these patients can have liver failure and decompensate and uh, require a liver transplant. They can also develop liver cancer. Um, and they may also have any uh, of all the extrahepatic manifestations that I mentioned earlier. So it's important that we try to get these patients in now and, and, and treat them. So before we talk about that screening, Dr. Elginati, speak a little bit more about transmission and exposure and the way that it's spread because, of course, some baby boomers maybe got tattoos or they're concerned about sexual contact that they had when they were younger or if somebody in the family has it. Speak about additional methods of, of you know, transmission. Right, so we, we mentioned IV drug abuse, but also um, intranasal use of drugs such as cocaine, uh, snorting, the fact that um, they share the straw, they can actually pass it along from uh, one person to the next. And you, you mentioned already tattoos and piercings. Um, some people uh, have gotten these tattoos many years ago prior to uh, instituting, you know, sterile techniques. So it's not just the needle 
that um, that where you can get uh, the transmission, but it's also the ink itself. The virus can live several days in the ink. Um, so it's important that people go to get tattoos that they you know they see what's going on that the, that the it's a legitimate tattoo parlor that they're using new ink, uh, new needles. Um, so that's how to prevent that. But other ways, sexual transmission, uh, it can happen, but it's not so common. I mean, we, we generally say um, transmission approximately 10% over a 20-year period in a um, monogamous relationship. Now, obviously, if, if, um, uh, you know, if patients have other forms of sexually transmitted diseases, such as, example, HIV, um, 30% of, of anyone with HIV does have hepatitis C, so it's the same mode of transmission. Um, <clears throat> Other forms, believe it or not, is hemodialysis. Uh, so what they found is it's approximately 8% um, that, that it's prevalent in uh, patients on hemodialysis. So we recommend anyone on hemodialysis to get a hepatitis C antibody checked and possibly check it every uh, 6 months to every 12 months. They, sh- they should be checked. Um, now, blood product trans, uh, transfusion. So, you know, people uh, before 1992, we didn't really identify hepatitis C. Um, so if it's prior to 1992, we didn't know. We used to call hepatitis C non-A, non-B back then, for those that are old enough to remember, like myself. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the transmission happened. And then, and unfortunately, some of these people did get, uh, get hepatitis C as well. Um, so, yes, basically it's exposure to, to blood products. So what's involved in the screening? And is this something that we have to go see a specialist, or do we just get it in our blood screening, in our annual physical, and at a certain age say, you know what, I'd really like to be screened for hepatitis C? Well, obviously if you, if you know that you have um, a risk for exposure, so if, 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 if a person has had a history of IV drug abuse, regardless of age, they should ask their, their primary care doctor, to check the hepatitis C antibody, which is a blood test. Um, but baby boomers, you know, even if you've never been exposed uh, to anything, any of the risk factors that I mentioned, so if, uh, if you're born between 1945 and 1965, uh, the primary care probably is already checking because it is part of their, um, their screening protocol now, and it's actually now being entered on many of the electronic medical records, just as you would a colonoscopy for anyone over the age of 50 or or a mammogram. Um, so um, this is now becoming standard of care, or is standard of care. And if somebody is diagnosed with hepatitis C, then what do you tell them about this? Is this a permanent condition? Are there treatments to stop the progression? Well, yes. Uh, well, first, once you get the diagnosis that you've been exposed, uh, because the hepatitis C antibody only tells us that uh, the person was exposed. However, we know that about 80 to 85 percent will have chronic hepatitis C, and there's a lucky few that uh, that um, uh, clear the virus on their own, which is about 15 percent. Um, so, what has to be checked next is the hepatitis C virus. Now, if the virus is positive, then you know the patient has uh, has a chronic hepatitis C. So, the next step would be uh, referring to a specialist. Uh, and that could be a gastroenterologist or hepatologist like myself, and um, to to consider treatment. So there's further blood work that has to be done to find out the genotype, which tells us genotype basically means the type of hepatitis C, because we know that there's six different types, and there may be different uh, dosing um, and, and different regimens for, for the different types. 
So that has to be established. People usually get an ultrasound as well. Once we have all that information, um, yes, uh, we treat, and the treatments nowadays are phenomenal. We use um, uh, direct-acting antivirals, which are pills, basically, that you take, and there are several of them out there right now in the market. Um, the rate of clearing this virus is basically all of them are showing us results greater than 90%. So we can safely say, you know, that we're, we're clearing or eradicating the virus 90% of the time or more. Um, now, with some people, you know, you can, you can predict almost 100% that they will clear the virus. So, yes, we have, we have good therapies now. So, Dr. Elginati, wrap it up for us with your best advice about hepatitis C, getting screened, and what you want people to know about the new clinic at Lourdes. So, so yes, please ask your, 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 your provider, you know, internist, um, family practice physician, or even a cardiologist or nephrologist. You know, any, anyone can screen for the antibody. If you've never been screened, it's a one-time screening, checking the antibody. Um, if you are a baby boomer or if you... Um, we're at risk of possibly getting transmission of hepatitis C. Uh, if it is diagnosed, don't worry, uh, don't be upset. This is a virus that we can actually cure, unlike any other viruses, you know, um, that are out there, right? So HIV, we can't cure. Hepatitis B, it's not curable. But hepatitis C definitely is. And it's important to get cured because the virus is, um, it, you know, it's a bad virus. It can cause a lot of problems. It can cause liver cirrhosis. It can cause um, liver cancer, you know, liver failure. Um, and the treatment is so easy. Um, medications are very well tolerated. And um, uh, so definitely it behooves you to, to, to get that checked. Now, as far as the hepatitis C clinic, you know, we run a clinic um, in the hospital itself. And uh, what's really good about that is that we have good collaboration with uh, specialty pharmacy. That's within the hospital. Um, these medications are, you know, still quite expensive, and they have to be pre-authorized. Um, so we have a lab right there, so patients can get the labs drawn the day that of their first visit. Uh, we also have ultrasound. We also have a new device called FibroScan, which measures the uh, stiffness and elasticity of the liver, which can tell us how much scar tissue is on the liver. All this stuff is important for us to know as clinicians as well as the insurance company wants to know so they can help us with uh, getting the authorization. And then the pharmacy is right there on site. So that collaboration and all this um, extensive um, services that we can provide in, in one-stop shop is just uh, makes it so much easier for us as well as the patients, obviously. So um, I highly recommend come see us. Thank you so much, Doctor, for being with us today. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk, and for more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.